Bluehost today and get your own cyberspace for just $3.95 a month. Just go to mysite.thefakest.com to get started. And now, from the network, a celebrated holiday tradition. Sit back, sip your hot cocoa, and listen as we present. Was the night before Kanye. I was far from carefree. I excitedly stirred my heart buzzing with glee. The tickets were stored on my nightstand with care. This forthcoming concert, a grand Yeezy affair. When right from my phone there arose such a clatter, I reached from my bed to see what was the matter. The notifications from Twitter came fast, the contents of which left me quite aghast. Kanye's show had been canceled. This missive suggested Kanye wouldn't show because he hadn't rested. My heart slashed in two. I surrendered to slumber. Is this Kanye kerfuffle tearing my dreams asunder? But halfway through the night, I heard a dope beat coming from somewhere out in the street. The bumps and the thumps, they imbued me with swagger. I jumped from my bed to the window. I staggered. spied a steel stage in midair. What was that? Could it be? I said a quick prayer. Then Jesus himself strode into the light. He shot me a wink and asked, You alright, dude? What I failed to notice in that first splendid second were the figures behind him. He hastened to beckon. In shadow they waited, obscuring their fame. Then he beatboxed and shouted and called them by name. Now Taylor, now Keenan, now Lil Pump and Cuddy. On Donald, on Jamie, on T-Pain and Duffy. To the front of the stage, put those mics in your hand. We're here to perform for my biggest fan. What a new pair of shoes, a shiny deuce I heard the beat drop. Would my neighbors mind? Would they call the cops? I took in a breath. As Wes started rapping, I didn't dare move, except for my clapping. He was wrapped in a fur and wearing a kilt, maintaining his balance as the stage went full tilt. His rhymes, they did flow. They were totally dope. They tickled my ears like a cool otoscope. Then Taylor jumped in, one rhyme after another. I didn't know they still liked each other. Easy's droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, releasing part two of his fabulous flow. The others came after, each singing their part, their words intertwined, counterpoint from the start. Then Yeezy came back and spit some straight fire, an effort that caused his great brow to perspire. He was raucous and huffy, an unstable old poet, and I laughed when I saw him, hoping he didn't know it. He spoke not a word as the beat's volume shed. I threw him my shirt to wipe off his head. Laying his finger aside of his nose, Kanye gave me a nod, then tossed back my clothes. The stage rose in the air, then he held up a finger, giving me hope that his rap group would linger. I heard him exclaim ere the stage rose out of sight. Happy Jesus to all. This is GD Soundbite. And that concludes the network's annual broadcast of Twas the Night Before Kanye. Tune in for Kanye's raucous New Year's Eve next week. Birdman Stan was dead to begin with. There is no doubt about that. The register of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker, and the chief mourner. Paul Defoe even signed it for quitting the fakest and running away on his karate sabbatical. Birdman Stan was dead as a doornail. You should probably keep that in mind. Hey, bartender, give me another one of these kale and kiwi smoothies. And can you please turn something else on the TV? KCOM isn't exactly my go-to channel these days. But didn't you used to work there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to being the key phrase there. Look, man, I I don't want to talk about it, okay? Can we respect that, please? Gotcha. No judgments here. 
Every single one of those assholes stood in the way of my dreams. Every single goddamn one of them. You know, my dad used to tell me, if it smells like shit everywhere you go, maybe you should check your own shoes. Look, buddy, just pour the juice smoothie and keep the psychobabble to yourself. You know what? Good evening. Did Paul know Stan was dead? Of course he did. How could it be otherwise? I mean, didn't you listen to the season finale? It's Christmas Eve out here. Nobody wants to hear that crap. Oh, hey, it's Sensei Mark, my favorite karate coach. Greetings, Paul, son. I trust your karate practice continues apace. You bet, buddy. Karate's going great. I'm heading back to my executive bungalow now to practice. You know, most of our students leave on Christmas Eve, you know, to be like with their families and stuff. With the way I left things back in somewhere west of New York City, I'm probably better off here. I get it, man. Go practice, dude. I pray you find whatever it is you're looking for, man. You got it, buddy. Laters. Sir, pardon me, but aren't you Paul Defoe, the news guy? I love your newscast, so when will the next episode be? (laughs) Shut up. You stay away from the fake news, noticeably unattended child. Fake news will slurp up your soul like a demon on his lunch break, then destroy everything you hold dear. That's so dark. I'm sorry for bothering you, sir. (laughs) Thank God that worked. There. Now to stroll up this private path leading to my executive bungalow. No surprise visitors up here, that's for sure. What are those lights? Uh, A helicopter? Poppycock. I won't believe it. Not when I'm inside of my executive bungalow. What the fuck? Stan, is that you? What are you doing here? You just wait, Anchor Man. We got ourselves a whole itinerary mapped out for you. Wait, wait. Is this somebody's idea of a prank? Are there YouTubers hiding somewhere? I know. Logan Paul, show yourself. Who is this Stan, and why is he wrapped up in chains? We all got chains sure as shooting. You have chains hanging off your shoulders too, Polly. The chains of pride, selfishness, and a lack of concern for your fellow man. I devoted myself to the fake news of a higher calling. That's got to count for something. Oh, who gives a hoot and a holler about the fake news? I sure never did. But I did care about you, Paul, even when you were a total asshole, which was most of the time. The great thing about your show wasn't the news, Polly. It was the people you brought together to fake it. You've got one chance left to get this right, Anchorman. Tonight, three other spirits like me is gonna pay you a visit. Wait a second, is this a Christmas Carol thing? Because I'm totally down with a- wait. That makes me Scrooge. I'm way too handsome to be Scrooge, Logan Paul, wherever you are. Ah, You can't even let me get through the rules before you make it all about yourself again. Three spooks are coming to show you the true meaning of fake news. You'd better think about what they show you, Polly, or you're gonna end up like me. (sighs) Jeez. What the hell did that guy put in my smoothie anyway? Shit. It's getting late. I still need to practice my kicks. Ah, hard liquor. 
It's feeling more like Christmas already. Yup! 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 Seatball, you still got it. Ghost Man Stan can't shake your focus. You're fine, Paul. Better turn something on. Rudolph is probably starting soon. The fakest will not be seen tonight because we can't find him. If anybody has any information concerning the whereabouts of Paul Defoe, please call KCOM Studios at 8675309. Damn it. Don't let it distract you, Paul. Focus. Paul. Left, right. Come back. Left, right. You've got to be out there somewhere, right? <sighs> what? What happened? What the hell? Is that a news set? You're watching KRAK, your home for cracking news coverage. I'm Jim Ward. Jim Ward? My childhood news hero? Oh my god, I have so many questions! Like, what was your favorite news story you ever made up? Did you ever get my letters? What does Brenda Fainhart's hair smell like? Are, are you another smoothie hallucination? <laughs> I'm not a product of a rancid kale kiwi smoothie, Paul. I'm the ghost of a fake news past. So this is a Christmas carol. You're a pitiful person, Paul Defoe, but you aren't always that way. Join me tonight as we embark on a journey through the past. I'll show you why you suck so bad in the hope that a cold-hearted newsman can change. Let me just open this window. But that's just a Duratrans background with a skyline printed on it. Not tonight, it isn't. Tonight, it's a portal to your past. Take my hand. Oh, Jim Ward, you don't know how long I've waited to hear you say that. Is that my father's, I mean, Montepaire Foe's mansion? We shouldn't be here. Trust me, I'm probably the last person he wants to see. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill out. They can't see us. Breaking news, we're ghosts. Ghost? Am I? A d dead? Well, maybe. But we're in the past anyway. Back before you had that falling out with your father. Holy shit, we just flew through that wall. Oh my god. This is the old kid's living room. Is that? Yes, it's you, Paul Defoe, the smartest 24-year-old on the block because he's tuning in live at 6 for KRAK, your home for cracking news coverage. Shouldn't this cause some sort of paradoxical shift along dimensional lines, distorting the harmonies to keep the universe singing? We're ghosts. We're not operating on sci-fi rules. This is pure fantasy, something we both have a lot of experience with. There is little doubt that the most famous movie made about murders here Wait. is murder in I remember this night. You motherfucker. What the ever-loving hell are you thinking, kid? You heard about the job? About you walking out? Screaming about fake news? You're damn right I heard. What are you thinking, Paul? All that money I spent on stock school? For what? For you to walk out six months later? Dad, I mean, Montepaire Defoe. You see that guy on TV, Jim Ward? He's doing the fake news. For real. I mean, he's really changing the landscape. <laughs> Paul, making people believe whatever you want them to believe might sound enticing, but you have to do the hard work first. Pay your dues, work 80-hour weeks until your fingers naturally steeple and you resemble a corpse. Journalism, fake or otherwise, isn't a gold mine. I don't need your money. I'm doing this, Montepaire Defoe. I already got my acceptance letter to the Bill Harper School of Journalism and Classic Car Auction House this morning. That scam school that runs all those slimy ads in the middle of the night? The very same. And I'm going. Not on my dime. No Christmas presents tomorrow morning either. By law, I have to disperse your trust fund to you, but good luck building your failure of a life on a paltry $314 million. I told your mother we should have given you to one of the servant girls. That's pretty fucked up, Paul. Sorry you had to see that again. I... I never liked that old Grinch anyway. Let's fly somewhere a little happier.
besides being a little sad. <laughs> There's an old couple complaining about fake news. I remember this. This is when it all really clicked for me. Watch, I'm about to interrupt them. Did you see? President says he figures CNN is fake news, too. If he has his way, all the news is gonna be fake news before long. And what's so bad about that, huh? What's wrong with a liar you can trust? The fake news' job is to ignore real stories, the non-stories and spin, and make something up that really matters. Maybe fake news just needs a voice. My voice. I'll bring authenticity back to the fake news. Jim Ward doesn't just sit around waiting for something to happen. He goes out and he makes it happen. I can do that. And I can do it a hell of a lot better than him. Sure, Sonny. Whatever you say. Let's go, dear. Hopefully there are less wackos at the next stop. Happy holidays, son. Please don't chase us. Sorry, Paul, but you were kind of an asshole. Have to have one to be one. Oh, what? Never mind. We've got one more stop before the next spirits shift. Coming up next, we'll be right back. You want to make an impact? Sure, everybody does. Find out how easy it is when you train in our cramped office downtown above the Subway Sandwich Shop. For a better career, call the Bill Harper School of Journalism and Classic Car Auction House. At TBHSOJACCAH, 9 billion men and women have trained for a career in journalism without setting foot inside an accredited classroom. Get your diploma or even a degree. Learn all sorts of journalistic skills like makeup, voice training, sexual harassment seminar coaching, finding the best lunch spot, asking questions, getting answers, and so much more. Get the most out of life by making the most of your abilities. That's training, and that's the Bill Harper School of Journalism and Classic Car Auction House. Don't want to learn anything? That's fine. Bring down your classic cars to sell on Sundays between morning church and evening church. Call for your free information now at 1-888-888-8888. is six months later at the Bill Harper School of Journalism Classic Car Auction House Graduation Ceremony Flash Christmas Party. Why, it's Young Birdman Stan, and he's doing shots with Grace Hoover Stafford. Oh man, good stuff, good times. Look, there I am dancing with Ella Fitzpatrick before she got all pissy. Why, Mr. Defoe, dancing so close I can't help but think there's something here to investigate. And I'll bet you're just the intrepid investigative journalist to uncover the truth. Well, what do we got happening over here, kiddos? You better keep those eyes in the sky, sweetie. Guys, this is my date, Stan. He's a pilot. The best pilot, especially for intense breaking news kind of situations. Gracie thought I might ought to come down here and see if I can drum up some business. (coughs) Say, Paul... Have you considered getting a chopper pilot for that news show you were talking about? What news show? Oh, you mean my presentation in class? Uh, well, I was thinking, what if we took everything we learned here at the Bill Harper School of Journalism and Classic Car Auction House, but applied it to just, you know, making shit up? But doesn't that go against everything they actually taught us? <gasps> yeah. Ethically, maybe. Morally, sure. Conceptually, not on your fucking life. We take the format, the trappings, the if it bleeds, it leads mentality, but use it to tell our stories, our struggles, our thinly veiled morality plays condemning our fathers. Paul, I I can't do that. I didn't dial that toll-free number at three o'clock in the morning because I wanted to make up the news. I came here to be a real journalist. Well, May you be happy in the life you've chosen. So, Stan, I'm sure you're a great pilot, but I sort of figured we'd use stock footage or matte paintings or something. Oh, you ain't seen what I can do, newsman. You don't get ratings for broadcasting information. You get ratings for spectacle. You ever seen a helicopter fly upside down? Or a pilot who can do chin-ups off the landing skids in midair? This guy doesn't just report on the story. He becomes the story. 
You know what? Let's see what you can do. I'll throw something up on ZipRecruiter where smart dudes post their jobs to find the best candidates. Go ahead and send me your reel. We'll chat. <laughs> Guys, I'm starting to feel really good about this whole fake scheme. It might be the Molly talking. But I think fake news could really change the world. Now guys, no more work tonight. It's our graduation. Let's go get crunk and make some mistakes. Boy, did we make some mistakes that night. Luckily that mall Santa lived. That would have been a lot of trouble. That was the first night you made a real connection with other people. And look where it led you. See? There you are, using your father's money to buy KCOM Studios, along with their KCOM Action News brand. Hey, it's Obama Bit My Finger, the viral video we created to break the internet. Grace played the older brother. That was a fun day. <laughs> Obama. Now Obama. Ow, Obama. <laughs> Ow, Obama, that really hurt. Obama bit me and that really hurt, Obama, and it's still hurting. I thought that was funny, Michelle. One news outlet, The Fakest, is making the fake news for real. How will this affect your morning commute? See, that's when you know you've made it, when the other journalists are talking about you. And it's all due to the friends you made at journalism school. And your trust fund, of course. There was another time you opened yourself up to somebody. No, not here. My first date with Cindy McNeil? I don't want to see this. Sorry, buddy. You're not leaving the astral plane without seeing this shit. Stan said you could drink, but I never thought you'd keep face with me. Never underestimate a general's daughter, newsman. Now, explain this whole fake news thing. Why do you do it? It seems pretty dumb. You want me to be honest? <laughs> the fakest? Be honest? That sounds amazing. Hey, I've always had this feeling, ever since I was a little kid. Ever feel like there's something about your life that just wasn't true, but you couldn't put your finger on what it was exactly? Like, totally. Then I found out my mom was my grandma, and my sister was actually my mom, and my uncle was just an old college roommate of my real uncle. He went to prison when I was young. See, you get it. When the basic facts of your life feel like a lie, well, it gives you a whole different perspective on the truth. Well, I'm going to be honest now and tell you, I think you're pretty great. Want to make out? I thought you'd never ask. Spirit, quit showing me this shit. I don't want to watch myself bane my ex-girlfriend in the bathroom of an Italian bistro. Take me back to the bungalow. But that's kind of the whole point here. Showing you your mistakes so you can learn. I said take me back. Oh, stay there. Don't move. Take me back, Jamor. Take me back. Take me back, Jamor, now. Fine. Fine. I'll take you back. But you have two other spirits coming, and I'm going to tell them that you're a total dick. My bungalow. I'm back. Finally. Now, to drink away all those recently remembered memories. Let me just grab a clean glass off the shelf here. There. <laughs> now, let's watch some TV. Why not? I wonder what KCOM is airing right now. Up to the minute with Ron Jolliver. Great. It's that British blowhard Ron Jolliver. Wonder what he's whinging about now. Good evening, yokels. It's the season to be jolly. And I'm Ron Jolliver. Well, you Americans certainly have a penchant for polemics. First you waste all that wonderful tea in Boston. Then you wage a full-on assault on Anglo-Saxon traditions. You started out with the war on Halloween. Tonight, parents from the local organization outraged Wiccans, liberators, imbuing Sam Hain heritage, or Owlish, staged a protest outside Twin Pines Mall in Malabac on the heels of this week's spooky announcement. The Malabac Chamber of Commerce announced Trick or Treat would be replaced this year with the new Jesus Treat citywide event. The youths will walk to different stores in the mall to collect chick tracks. Little comic books that teach children about the evils of the world in a less satanic but more emotionally scarring way. The local coven of witches and warlocks seeks to keep Satan in Halloween. (laughs) 
Next came the war on Christmas, in which the United Nations placed sanctions on the North Pole, including increased tariffs, making it economically inviable for Santa to continue his cottage export business. According to Secretary of the UN, Chris Brittlebrat, the bill had seemingly good intentions. Santa Claus is a vampire of the world. Cracking goes when the army of magical elves undermine the global economy. It's not fair to the multinational global conglomerates who enslave people across the globe, sometimes on minimum wage, to barely achieve a fraction of his output. I mean, who can compete with a Lonely Depot who can create literally anything one could wish for at, at no cost? I mean, that's just absurd. One Christmas off, and the magic that powered old St. Nicholas vanished, leaving him a scarred old man stuck in a small North Pole workshop with disgruntled elves and mutant reindeer. Now... According to the latest Snapchat news headlines, society is coming for one of our most time-honored holiday traditions. The war on Black Friday is real, kids. And if you're a millennial, you're probably part of the problem. Yeah, like, fuck Black Friday, man. No way I know even goes to that shit anymore. I like to have some leftover turkey that day and then like maybe a shot of some good aged malt whiskey and then go to like Six Flags for the night. I mean, come on, fighting off a bunch of old people for like crappy outdated electronics? <laughs> that isn't how any of us want to spend day two of our four day weekend. Jesus, posers. I say poppycock, millennial Melvin, poppycock, and balderdash and blathering blather skypes. There's one guy left at the station, and it has to be this guy. At least I didn't run away from all my problems, like some people. Oh, fuck you, Ron. Pretty brave to say, from. Is that an executive bungalow? Can. Can you hear me? Of course I can, Paul. I'm the next spirit in your little Dickensian cover song. But aren't you still alive? Yeah, but every British person is required to serve as a Christmas ghost at least three times in their life. And I drew the short straw this year. Now climb into your television and know me better, man. What, just like climb in through the glass? Sure, come on in. Okay, I'll do it. I haven't been on air in weeks, and I could really use the ego boost after that last guy. So just jump right on in, right? Okay, here we go. Ow! <laughs> oh, oh my god, you did it. The other spirits bet me you wouldn't do it, but you did. Here, let me magic snap you over. That's right, head on home, audience. I have a thing. Good idea, Jolliver. Sending them out like that. I'd hate for them to see me and rush the stage all adoring and everything. No worries there, Paul. You're a ghost, so they can't see a pip in a pop. Besides, they never really liked you all that much anyway. Jolliver, quit pouring your porridge all over the place. My, what a horrible British accent you have. They loved me, dude. The ratings prove it every time. Now, what are you here to show me? You've always had this problem, Paul, a fundamental flaw. You're so concerned with your own bloody image that you scarcely connect with anyone. People might find you entertaining or depend on the paycheck you give them. Thanks for that, by the by. But very few people actually like you. But I'm the fakest. Always there with a friendly smile and a sparkle in my eye. People stop me on the street all the time for a selfie. I'm also pretty popular on Ello, MySpace, Friendster, and FTV Live. That doesn't mean they actually like you. Look, here's the thing. If you want people to like you, you need to show them you care. But how am I so... It's your journey, you filthy American. I'm just here to show you the way. Up those stairs, follow me. Where are we going? And why aren't you flying me around like the last guy? Oh, we'll get there. As to where we're going, I'm taking you to visit Leanne, your executive producer in charge of production. 
and she's just a posh hop away in the control room. No flight required. Huh. Well, at least we still get that sound effect. I just think it's so pretty. There she is. Oh, it's okay, Mr. Freeze 7-Up. Here, take your pill. I put it in some... Ow! Ah! Hey! She kept my fucking cat? To be fair, it was a little unclear what happened at the end of that newscast. She recognized the untoward aggression and general nastiness as a symptom of the deadly cat-centric bacterial infection known as Felinius Funk. She's been attempting to nurse him back to health for the past few months. Well, that's decent of her, I guess. She's a good kid, right? A lot of spunk. And you know how much I love spunk. Look at her. She really cares, you know? Ron, tell me Mr. Freeze 7-Up will survive his felonious funk, and that Leanne will become less of a lonely loser. I hate to see her like this. My spirit powers allow me to see potential futures. I see an apartment. Dozens of cats feeding on the corpse of Mr. Freeze 7-Up. Leanna's curled up in the corner, sobbing to herself. <laughs> Paul's coming back. He'll be back soon. I mean, he'll be back soon. <laughs> Any second now. <laughs> so she becomes even more of a lonely loser? Shit. Don't worry, Paul. This is only one of several potential futures. Much like the fake news, it's up to you to make up the rest of the story. Now tuck in your nightdress, you moaning Yankee. It's time to fly. So right now, of course, the last spirit had your entire backstory to mine from. I only get this one night. Let's see how the other members of the news team are getting on without you. First up, mythological weatherman Byron Seals, who is teaching some kids from somewhere west of New York City Elementary School how to bullshit their way into a meteorologist gig. So this little dude named Ham is all pissed about some Walmart construction or something paving over his magical glen and killing his wooden friends. This guy, he's two freaking species. One part goat, the other part, man, uh, it's some crazy shit. Anyway. Teacher, um, the weatherman's a bad word. But he's from TV, Jimmy. It's fine. Please continue, Mr. Seals. Old Pan is taking revenge on Walmart with an army of... See? He's taking time out of his holiday to help local children. He's helping others. Wait, shouldn't these kids be on Christmas break right now? Oh, don't get your musket in a twist. Probably best not to think about these too hard. Next up, your old dance partner, Ella Fitzpatrick. Mr. Ellington, do you need some help with that firing pin? Here, let me just shove that in there for you. You see? She's taking time from her job at Newflix to help these disabled veterans assemble their black market weapons. Since when did Ella become a weapons expert? I think it was shortly after you fired her. Next up, entertainment reporter Carrie Tart. Who wants a selfie? Me! All right, crowd in here. Come on, get me some Insta juice. People go nuts over sick kids. She's right, you know. I posted a selfie with some kid who had neurofibromatosis, and I got followed by Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Talk about a twofer. Okay, okay, maybe she isn't the best example. But how about Grace Hubber-Stafford? She's at the local community center. Let's fly. So do you get air miles for this? Yeah, but only with Frontier. 
And who wants to deal with their fee schedule? All right, here we are. Holy Christ, Ron, she's naked. Should we be here? Calm your puritanical tits, Paul. Grace is hosting a Christmas Eve strip aerobics class at a local community centre, allowing underprivileged women who can't afford a YMCA membership the chance to hone their stripper skills for a shot at a better, sexier life. That's right, Barb. Just pull that leg up a little higher. There you go. Keep the rhythm, ladies. Raise those legs and spin and squat. That's it. So was everybody doing this shit while we still had the show? Most people do things like this. It's rather surprising that you don't, to be honest, especially considering the size of your estate. I'm down to my last six million dollars, man. Are there no soup kitchens? Are there no free samples at Costco? Paul, Paul. Even Jake Stein finds the time to focus on other people. Give today. Make the right choice for a great cause. I'm talking about you, Denise. Don't be stingy. Then go buy my album, Jingle Bell Love, by me, Jake Stein, on iTunes, CD Baby, or anywhere self-published music is sold. It's got all the hits. Jingle Bell Rock, Jingle Bell Smock, Jingle Bell Mock. That's where I do insult comedy on Santa. Hey, fat man. Where'd you come from, the North Pole? <laughs> I guess I'm on the naughty list. We take square, man. All four sides of money taking, covered with square. Hey, I'm just trying to tell you, if you're not going to give, then just shut up about it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the reason for the season. Buying my album, Jingle Bell Love, by Jake Stein. Available on iTunes, CD Baby, or anywhere self-published music is sold. See, he's still a dick. But he's at least pretending to care, which is more than you've ever done. Okay, let's check in on Leanne in the control room. She's about to receive an expository phone call. Stay right here, kitty. Hello? Leanne, dear? Hello? It's me, Grandma. Merry Christmas, dear. How are you? How's your big city job going? <sighs> Not great, actually. It was fine at first. A lot of fun. But my boss ran out one day and hasn't been back since. I'm giving it one more week, and then I'll probably just come back home to Alabama. How awful. Wasn't he your news hero? What happened? He... He wasn't who I thought he was. He always came off like one of the most professional news anchors around. But the camera must add 10 pounds of credibility. I think he's just a selfish jerk. I mean, who else would just walk out on his staff like that? And after one of them died... Oh, dear, you come on back to Bama. I got a guest room you can stay in until you get settled. Maybe it'll be better if you just watch the show instead. I always told you moving up to the big city would be nothing but trouble. I... I just wanted to be part of something. Now, now, dear, it'll all be okay. You've got a heart all knackered, Paul. The poor child is barely holding it together, and all because you couldn't be bothered to think of anybody but yourself. I do care about her, Ron. I care about her and Grace and Byron and even Jake a little. I just... it's hard to show it sometimes. I can do better. I want to. I, I just... I just don't know where to start. You know what, maybe you should go ahead and take me home. I can head back to somewhere west of New York City, and I can fix this for everybody. Noble, to be sure. But did you ever think that maybe we're all better off without you? You're fading away. Don't go. Don't leave me here. You need How did I get here? Is that KCOM Studios? It is, but why are all the lights off? There hasn't been light here in a very long time. 
I am the third and final spirit. Why are you dressed like that death guy from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Are we gonna play Clue? I call Professor Plum. I'm here to show you what might happen to the world if you don't change your ways. So, like a Christmas carol. Look, buddy, did you ever think maybe that Dickens jerk stole it from us? It's supernatural appropriation, a lot of it. Much like Bill Murray, you'd do well to heed the lesson I'm about to impart. Can't you just, like, tell me? I, I, I've been through a lot tonight already. I'm, I'm really kind of getting tired of this. Hush, mortal. It makes for a better story that way. Show, don't, tell. Okay, Robert McKee, calm down. We've all taken a creative writing class here. Come, let's listen in on that father and his child as they walk down the street. Oh, so you're two kinds of creepy. I can dig it. Let's go snoop. Father, father, why is that big building so dark? Is everybody who lives there sleeping off their Christmas feast? No, Teensy Timmy. That's KCOM Studios. Nobody's been there in months. Not since the fakest ran away. That's where the fakest lives? Not anymore, Teensy Timmy. Not anymore. Now, come on. I see an old lady we can mug up there. Oh, yay! I'll fall down to distract her. Then you can make her take a nap. God bless us, everyone. Here's to Paul Defoe, the founder of fake news for abandoning his empire and turning this whole place into a slum. Spirit, will Teensy Timmy live? Oh, sure. That old woman won't give them any trouble. They're pros. Now, let's catch up with some old friends. Holy shit! Is this Madame Caprow's? I thought they closed. They did, but a city ordinance demands every Thai, Chinese, sushi, and Asian fusion restaurant remain open for business. But they had giant flies cooking the food. Could you really tell? No, the food was delicious. Hey, it's Byron, Grace, Ella. That poor girl. Two months on the job and the boss runs screaming from the building. She'll come out okay. Well, she's still up there in her control room. Doesn't she know what they're going to do? She has to. The real news is doing Carlos about it. How could she care so damn much about the damn newscast? He hasn't given a shit about any of us in years. Hey, can we get that check? My range time is coming up. The control room. Is that Leanne? Sorry, I, I know I'm asking a lot of times, you know, is that this person? I, I just, I'm just trying to confirm. My, I, my eyes aren't believing this. Plus, didn't Ron already show me what happens to her in the future? You're slipping, Paul. Don't you know a fakest fake out when you see one? Another fakest fake out. She looks awful. Like my mom the day after one of her semi-monthly intercontinental benders. Time hasn't been kind to her. My name is Leanne Snyder. I'm coming to you live from Christmas Eve 2019 to tell you how I killed the fakest. In this timeline, she kills me? Way to go, Leanne. I didn't think you had it in you. When I was working as a local news producer back in Alabama, I felt stuck. Sure, the stories were easy, charity raffles and football mostly, but I couldn't help but feel like what I was doing didn't really have much impact one way or the other. One night, some of the anchors were making fun of this guy, Paul Defoe, the fakest. Those bastards. They made it sound like he was the enemy of journalism. I tuned in so I didn't fall behind on the office small talk, but the show was actually pretty good. Sure, the stories were all fake and there was a bit more cursing than I was comfortable with, but Paul made it all seem important and rewarding and fun. I always knew I liked her. He didn't seem to care what other people thought of him, about how they saw him. Love him or hate him, he went for it. I really admire that. I tried being an anchor in college, but it didn't last long. I was too worried about mispronouncing a word to be any good at it. I wasn't any good at the one thing I always dreamed of doing. When Paul left, when everybody left, I realized I needed to be more like Paul. See, she's a very smart woman. But I'm not like Paul. You are, thank God. I tried. Oh man, did I try. I rehearsed the first newscast for days. It was awful. Payson was off. 
stumbled over the script. Heck, I even caused our new MMJ to quit while he was delivering his first story. It was a mess, and it didn't get any better. Oh, I'm sure it was fine. She just doesn't have the chops yet. Oh, no. It was a total crap fest for months. You'd think after a few weeks of bad newscasts, she'd get the hint. I tried to save the fakers, Paul. I really did. But it's too late now. Now, I'm the only one left. And I've decided I'm going down with the ship. Should be starting pretty soon. Might as well turn on Channel 7 and see what they're saying. We're live across the street from KCOM Studios, former home of the fakest propaganda program, where in less than one minute, this construction crew will begin a controlled demolition to destroy the venerable building, which has been pumping out crap for over 40 years. The crowd looks excited. The champagne is flowing. The countdown begins in just a few seconds. Why didn't you come back, Paul? Sure, that whole thing with Birdman Stan was pretty messed up, but all I wanted was to help you take some responsibility and work it out. Did you ever even care about any of us? I, I did. I do. I'm sorry, Leanne. You came in at a pretty weird time in my life. I guess, you know, I wasn't always the best boss. Come here, Mr. Free 7-Up. Let's watch it burn together. No, Leanne, you've got to get out of here. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is the fakest. Run, Leanne, run, get out of here. Come on, Spirit, Spirit, come on. We have to help her, come on, let's go. I'm sorry, Paul. No! You killed her, you supernatural dick! If you'd care one-tenth as much about anybody in your employ as you do about yourself, this could have all been avoided. Fine! Fine, it's my fault! It's all my fault, but she can't die like this! For me! For... nothing! Spirit, is it too late? Is this the real future, or another fake one? If things continue as they are, this will be Leanne's fate. Well, then I'll change. I will. I care about everybody at the fakest, except Ellen. I'll listen to all their boring-ass stories about their boring-ass lives. But I'll really listen. I'll do anything. I'll stop drinking. I'll stop smoking. I'll even stop stealing from the give-a-penny tray at Juan's bodega. Why don't you ask her? <sighs> Leanne? There, in the rubble. Come, spirit, you gotta help me. Leanne. Oh, Leanne. Cut down in your prime. You could have been so great. I saw that spark the day I interviewed you. If I'd been there to help you, show you the ropes, if I'd stayed, maybe you wouldn't have been so scared. But you did leave, and now this innocent woman's blood is on your hands. You are a damned soul, Paul Defoe, wrapped in chains of your own design. Your protege is dead, and the fake news with her. I... why didn't I care more about her while she was alive? To hell with you. Let your screams entertain the devil himself, as your newscast entertained a lazy and gullible populace. No, no, I can change, I swear I can change, I can change! What what time is it? Oh, whoa, the sun's out. Oh, has he done it? Am I here? Back in my executive bungalow? Oh, I am. That horrible end can still be avoided. It will be. You there, Sensei Mark. 
What day is it? Today? Why, it's Christmas Day, of course, Paul, son. And what year is it? Why, the current year, of course, dude. Fan flippantastic. Sensei, do you know the juice bar here at the karate retreat? Uh, I sure hope I do. I mean, I do sleep in a cot, like, behind the jukebox. I'm there, like, most nights. So, I'm gonna go with yes. What an intelligent karate master. Go now, to the juice bar, then have them turn the television to KCOM. I'll be there in a minute, after I pregame. There's a shilling in it for you. <laughs> oh, boy. Shilling. Ugh. You again. What kind of smoothie would you like this? Not, not now. There, on the television. Hey, uh, do you think I can have that shilling? In a minute. I think she's about the to do... The biggest will not be seen tonight because we can't find him. Paul, come back. You've got to be out there somewhere, right? I'm here, and I'm coming back, Leanne. I've changed, you'll see. I'll be there as fast as I can travel. So probably like March or something? Don't blow the place up until uh, I get... Yeah, about that shilling... Yeah. And what happened then? Well, in all seriousness, they say that Paul Defoe's heart grew three sizes that day. And then the true meaning of fake news came through, and the fakest found the strength of ten fakists plus two. He'll go back to his show. He'll bring back Leanne's joy. He'll bring back the bullshit for each girl and each boy. Welcome Christmas. Welcome Paul. Welcome love to one and all. Happy holidays from the news team here at The Fakest. We'll be back in early 2019 for a whole new season of bullshit. Now go out there and have a hell of a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Subscribe to The Fakest on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app by going to thefakest.com. You'll get every episode when we release it. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by following the Fakest News. That's Fakest with an I. See you next time.